Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games that people love and why they love them. A different format today. Guys, a different format today. We've got something new. We're doing our first installment of a new series called Love, love it, it, Hate it. it. Where we will t- spend the first half of the episode talking about the things we love about this one video game. And the second half talking about the things that we didn't quite love about this video game. We're also doing a mailbag for the first time. So if you sent us an email asking us questions, we are reading it. Today. That's right, guys. You're going to hear responses. You're going to hear your names. You're going to hear other people's names. You're going to hear a lot of things, guys. Podcasting is very audio-centric. It's very important. And the game we're talking about today, which we probably just should just say, we is should just say Nino Cooney, which wrath is of the White so Witch. freaking awesome, if but you'll you guys... understand why we also have to say hate it on it. Well, you have to say hate I it. Have I'm going to gonna stick squarely in the a love square, he's, he's, he's wrong. He's wrong. Well, I he's mean, wrong. you know, to each their I own. I love it, and I hate it. And I love it. <laughs> and that's the end of it. That was the end of it. I didn't have and I hate it. I just love it. Guys, Nino Cooney's a great RPG that you should check out if you haven't, but we'll get more into that. For now, enjoy the first ever installment of Love It, Hate It. Enjoy the first ever installment of New Player Has Joined Mailbag. And enjoy the first ever installment of Keith being wrong about hating a video I'm game. I'm not wrong. It's that he, Jesse will agree with me on all the points I make in the future. Just wait. I'm right. Well, we recorded this a few weeks, a few weeks ago, so I don't fully remember if that's true or not. <laughs> the point is, it's a fun episode. We hope you guys like it. Give it a listen. Don't. Turn it off. Jesse's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) This is New Player Has Joined. Are you you still on Persona 5? What's going down? What are you playing? No. No. Not at all. What are you doing? No, I don't. No. <laughs> I, I mean, <clears throat> you sound so sad. No, I just, oh, God, I've been playing. Cause we're, I, we just, I just beat the game, beat the game that we're talking about today. Yeah. And then it was, we've, I still have Persona I have to play, and mm-hmm. then we were talking about Night in the Woods. Yep. So now right now my brain is so just like screaming. It's disjointed. I'm There's just so like, many games I don't, upstairs. I don't, I, don't, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. I, Persona is such a deep game where there's so many things to do. Mm-hmm. And that it's just too much sometimes that I'm just like, I don't, I, that's why I like sports games, so I can mm-hmm. just relax and not think about it. You gotta, yeah, you gotta find a palate cleanser game right yeah, now. Yeah, I gotta get a palate cleanser. What's a good palate, what's a real good palate cleanser in real life? Like, what's a good food? Um, yeah, vinegary things, briny things. Um, so you need a briny video game. I need a briny video game. So, yeah. like, Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> Definitely not ever Echo the Dolphin. Ever, ever. No, what do I you typically play when you need to just, like, turn your head off. Oh, God. I want to play a hockey game, but I just can't. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I think I'm just itching to play an NHL game, and I'm just like, I don't want to play it because I'm just like, it's trash to me. So mm-hmm. I can't. I like. It's like we were talking about hits, and I was like, nah, I really want to play hits. Now yeah. I just want to, like, zone out and play a game like that, and I can't. It's upsetting. Yeah. It's like, I don't, it's, I, I'm like, do I have to go buy an old ass PC version and just play it on my PC, mm-hmm. like a 2003 or something and play that and just like get it onto my, out of my system? Dude, I can't tell you how often I want to buy an old Wii just so I can play Wii Golf. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. That's like something I would love to actually do. Yeah. That Wii... sounds like a fun thing. I would do Tiger Woods a lot too. It was like the more advanced version of that. Dude, I'm sticking with just playing old Wii Sports and going golf. That's all I do. I got too good Wii, at it. Wii Sports should be called Golf and Others. <laughs> you didn't bowl? You bowled for like, bowling? 
explains what you do first until you yeah. realize golf exists, and then you golf. All and then time. like baseball can be fun, but you're like golf. I like it's a nine hole course, yeah. and I was and I got to the point where I was hitting uh, a minus nine. Right, that's what I was at too. Yeah, just like I'm too good at this. Yeah, game. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so much fun. There's like 20 mile an hour wind. You're like fuck that. I'm still hitting that weird random island in the in the par five course that I can hit to to take it like an eagle instead. And it's wee. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's you adorable. know. You know what else is cute? What's that? You know what else is cute? You know what else is cute? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go with oh today's boy, game. Gay. Oh, boy. Oh, Hey, boy. guys. You're listening to New Players Joined, a podcast about the video games that people love and, and why they love them. them. Today, we have a new format. New format. New format. It's just me and Keith, and this is episode one of our series of Love It and Hate It, where we take one game that we both played and we talk about why we love it and then why we hate it. And then at the end, we're going to have to come to a consensus. Do we love this game or do we hate it? I think we're going to be uh, uh, broken down in two sides on that one. Yeah, it's going to be a flip. It's going to be a little bit. It's going to be different. It's going to be a different feel to it. Well, guys, we are talking about Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney. The Studio 5 Ghibli Studios mashup JRPG for PlayStation. So, first half of this, Jesse's going to talk to us all about how much we love this game. It's and this, a great game, and we'll love it! And in the second half, I'm going to talk to you about why the things in it that I hate so much. He hates so much. Hate He's so much. filled with anger and rage. Because here's the thing about this game. I don't hate it. No. I don't hate it. It's nothing like this game. It's... You can't be. It's like when a. It's like a child that has chocolate all over his face and his body, and he hugs you. You can't hate it, but you're like, oh, you're not my kid. <laughs> Get off of me. Ugh. I mean, you could say that about any video game. Any video game. You've made no video games. Uh, so this game, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's friendly, and let's go through the story. Yeah, guys. Uh, Nino Kuni follows the story of a young boy named Oliver, yes. whose mother tragically passes away. And uh, through a series of events, well, who he, makes this game? This is uh, Level Five and Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. So it looks they made beautiful. Spirited Away. I mean, it's it's uh, it's all those amazing animated Japanese movies Ponyo, that are Oscar nominated. Yeah. Ponyo. Yep. Uh, and so the the animation style is breathtaking and wonderful. So great. The musical score is phenomenal and like it's like a Disney movie. Kind it is of. that you can play. It's, it's a Japanese. It's Disney so movie. weird because the Spirited Away has this like such an innocent vibe to it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like so filled with. Death, yeah, and, and just darkness, like darkness, and mm-hmm. horrifying shit. And there's a little bit of that in this yes. because you play as like an eight year old kid, mm-hmm. except that his mom dies. He gets transported to another world where he's basically told, "Hey, uh, you're the only wizard who could possibly save us all from this terrifying creature that's stealing everybody's hearts." And who tells him that, Jesse? Oh, uh, his name is Mister Drippy. And, and who is Mister Drippy? Mister Drippy is the High Lord of the High Fairies. High Lord of the High Fairies, uh, what, uh, with a Scottish accent. What is he? What was he before you saw him? Oh, he was a doll that your mother gave to you, uh, and then when you cried on her on on the doll after your mom's death, the tears brought him back to life as Lord High Lord of the Fairies. Can we can we talk about how Mister Drippy just always constantly? Sounds like he's about to swear the whole yeah. time. Yeah, we can. We he, can. He, we, okay, he just wants he says, to swear. tidy. He says tidy. Uh, uh, fucking tidy. He doesn't say uh, fucking, but he, he does wants say to say fucking tidy. Oh, fucking tidy. Oh, fucking tidy. Look at all these. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at these fatties. So, a <laughs> lot of lot of great voice acting in this game. Uh, 
But yeah, it is a massive JRPG where uh, your mode of fighting is a kind of Pokemon-esque battle system where there are things called fami- familiars that you can capture and summon and, they're and train. Cute. It's weird. It's like you're killing other things. with You're taking cute animals yep. and you're killing other cute animals. Yeah, so it, mean, is it is Pokemon. It is the cutest dog fighting you'll ever see. Yeah, it's really cute. But it's not, they, yeah. One thing uh, I do want to point out is that the first time you fight in this game, you don't yet have a familiar. You just have a stick, and you're fighting this dog-like creature. So it's just you as Oliver beating a dog Look, with a stick. You don't have any magic. You have nothing. <laughs> you're just beating an animal to but death. But aside, aside from that, it's a very cute game. It's a very cute game. With very real undertones of, uh, like so many games now, uh, depression and real-life problems, and then uh, a huge weight of saving a world from a terrifying creature. Uh there's a lot going on here. There's a lot to love. There's a lot to pull from. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's 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 the thing about this game that's so magical is uh it's all about being nice. Mm-hmm. Everything about this game is being nice. Right. If there's something missing from your life, you can't be nice. Exactly. So if you're like jealous or if you're sad, if yep. you're something else is going on with you, this part of your heart that's missing, we need to have your heart complete so you become nice again. This is one of the main uh mechanics of the game. You know, there's going to be, there's fighting, there's grinding, there's exploration, there's all sorts of travel and to new worlds and new stories. And the whole thing is very, uh, very common to the, to the basic structure of a JRPG or any RPG, really. And then there are these little side quests that are about um, people who are brokenhearted. Right. Where the, uh, the evil person in this land, his name is Shadar. He has stolen part of their heart for whatever purpose he needs them for, and he's left people who now lack ambition. They lack uh, enthusiasm. They lack kindness. They lack charisma. Charisma. Yeah. And you can find people in the world who have an abundance of these emotions, and you can ask to, to borrow some of theirs and then give it to another person, and he, which fixes them. And the thing about these people is uh, they have connected souls yeah. to another world where Oliver's from. Whole other part. So this is one of the reasons I want to I want to talk about why I love this game so much. Level 8 or level 8, hour 8. I think I'm done with the tutorial of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much that pops up where you're learning how to fight with the familiars. You're learning how to grow the familiars. You're learning how to deal with people who are brokenhearted. You learn that you can travel between your world and this world. You you learn that your souls are connected and that people have soulmates in other worlds. So the, girl, the game's constantly evolving as you play it. Exactly. Okay. And then by hour eight or whatever, when you have all of the main pieces, the world map opens up and you're like, oh, this is enormous and engrossing and fun, and the story has been great thus far, yep. and we're just going to keep kicking along until we get everything we need. Everybody is so goddamn cute in this game. Adorable Everybody, people. everybody, constantly. Even the villains, you're like, you're not even that bad. No. No. Everything's great. Everybody has a soul. Everybody has a purpose. Like, this game does what, what so many games, I think, should strive to do. Um your villains shouldn't be caricatures. No. Your villains should be people who yep. have a reason to be villainous. Why? Yeah, this game does a great job at showing you why the villain is a villain. And it's not because they were just appeared in your life and they're evil. It's like, oh, because something bad happened to them. Yeah, this exactly. most things in life, which is that person's a dick because something shitty happens. To them. Yeah, everybody who's, everybody who's evil is probably suffering from something. 
One of my favorite uh, tweets I ever saw was, hey, none of you get a time machine because you all said you'd kill the kid instead of teaching him how to paint. <laughs> and real dark subject matter, that but makes like- total sense. It's like, yeah, it's a good, it's, it's, it's something that's important to remember in life. Evil people have had things happen to them. My thing- I think almost all, or if not always. My thing would have been like, they would have just been like, man, that dude who killed all those Jews really was great at painting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, maybe kill the kid. <laughs> but then you're just some guy who killed a baby, and you can't ever prove that what you did was a right. A baby with a great mustache, but go on. He was born with that mustache. <laughs> it was like, he's going to be Charlie Chaplin. Incorrect. <laughs> but I, I love this game for its ability to humanize all people within it. Okay. And I think that's something that's missing from a lot of video games. This feels like a Nintendo game. It does. Doesn't it? It does have that feel. It's innocent. It has some innocence, but it's got some darkness creeping up underneath it. I don't it's just fun. It it shows you a lot of different a lot of different ways to play it. And then there are so many side quests that you can go on. The, right. the leveling up of the skill tree is so fun and yeah. so easy. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot. The spells are either incredibly useful or kind of whimsical. You can like, make food in this game. You can make food. You have a cauldron where you can you can be an alchemist. It's it, it the, the alchemy does feel very much like uh, what if Skyrim was Nintendo? Yeah, uh, you can have a dragon in this game who's you basically ride like a, a dragon that's basically a dog. dog. It's basically a you dog. have a golden retriever that, that you as ride a dragon. On. Yeah, <laughs> and it's awesome. It's whimsical. It's funny. It's lighthearted. I love it. And the music, the music is, is fantastic. Gorgeous. It's so good. It's all the time. Wherever you go, there's new music. It's fun. It's well composed. It's Where's incredibly performed. Fairy Island? What, what was it? Fairyville? Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where, where by, Drippy is from. By, by far, like, one of the coolest towns I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. Like, bar none. It's basically just Tokyo, but they're all fairies. Exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. It's incredible world building. Even the towns that I, like, like, Hamlin is a town that nobody likes, but you're like, you got to admit, Germany's pretty cool in this game. I was going to say fuck Hamlin, but nope. This is a part of we love this game. <laughs> this is that side. That's this it's the side. Pros. pros. We'll get more into it. But there's so much stuff about this game. I could spend an hour just running around we won't in let the him. open world. But we won't let him. Just listening to the music. It's pretty just great. Just enjoying it. It's great. Not since not since Final Fantasy VII has there been an open world theme that has that has uh, pulled me in so hard. The stakes never feel high, even though the stakes are high. Yeah, you're trying to save the you're world. Trying to but save you're, the world, but constantly kid. you're just like everybody's gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's Disney. Look at it. It's Studio, it's, it's, it's it's Studio Ghibli. Studio, it's Studio all gonna Ghibli. be fine. We're all gonna be fine. We're all gonna live. Everybody's gonna live forever. Uh, the plot in this game. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's like just twist after twist after twist. Oh, after tons twist. of twists. Twist left and right. Twist left and right. And I never felt while playing the game that it was uh, it was putting it on just to have something to do. Yeah, it felt like it was well structured and well paced the entire way through, so that every twist was exactly where it should be and exactly as it sh- as it, like it was written out. Yeah, it was diagrammed before it ever made it to any script, and right. I love that about a game. Do you think That's it was game supposed be. to be a movie before a game? Could have been a movie. No, but it was supposed to be a shorter game before it it was this game. Just so we're clear, we're talking about Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. Right. Which technically wasn't the first Nino Kuni game. So it's Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni, the original game, uh, ends at Shadar. Ah. Which to some people probably makes a lot more sense. Right. 
because uh, one of the critiques that I'm sure we'll get into in your half is that this game goes on a little bit too long when you're like, hey, I don't really understand why I'm still playing this. Positive half. Positive half. Positive half. Positive half. Hold him back, guys. There's a lot in this positive half that I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about the last line of this game. Okay. Do you remember what it is? No. Spoiler alert, obviously. Oliver has freed the world, and he has accepted the fact that, because when this game starts, it's, I'm going to go into this other world because my mother, I've just learned, is soulmates with the great sage Alicia. Right. And I'm going to save Alicia, thereby saving my mother and bringing her back to life. Nope. Turns out your mother isn't soulmates with Alicia. She is Alicia. And so your mother is just dead. Your mom's just dead. Your mom's just dead. And that's part of this game is that it's about acceptance of loss. And the last line of this game, when you beat everybody, when you've beaten Shadar, when you've beaten the White Witch, when you've beaten the, uh, the Zodiacs and the council is gone and you return home, Oliver lands on his doorstep, goes back into his house and says aloud to nobody... Mom, I'm ready to go on living. Yeah. Yeah. He just externally acknowledges, I have accepted my mother's death, and now I will continue to be myself and live my life in spite of that and maybe for her. Sounds like he's still talking to his mom. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's moved on at all. In you my just think opinion. he's crazy. I think he's a crazy You're idea. just like, he's talk- everything is mom. This chair is mom. This fireplace is mom. Dog is mom. Maybe the echo is mom. Maybe. The echo, is, echo maybe, the dolphin maybe is my, mom. Maybe my voice is technically my mom's voice, so if it echoes back at me, it's technically my mom talking to me. <laughs> uh, no, this this game is beautiful. Yep. It makes you feel the whole time. It. I, I would never argue at all the adorableness of connecting and feeling. Uh, a bully would never play this game. No, a bully would not. No, a bully like this would game. not like this game. A bully would be like, "How come I can't punch any of these people in the face when yeah. they're not looking?" I not at all. Um, what else? I love it. I want. I don't want to go. I want. I don't want to go. I'm, I have so many critiques. You have so many critiques, but like, but it's not at all. And I have no critiques of anything you've said. How you know about what I this? Mean? How about this? The side stories. Okay. That the game takes you through. Yeah, they're great. They're great. They're For great. example, the snake and the frog, the mm-hmm. prince and the prince uh, princess who've been turned to frogs. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, there. This this game also does a great job of littering uh, breadcrumb trails of fables around. Yeah, which I realize after saying it is a. Oh very... yeah, whoever wrote this game is phenomenal. It's yeah. like not even close to even suggesting otherwise. Yeah, it's a phenomenal game. It's a phenomenal story. It's the message that it sends is phenomenal. It's fantastic. It's great. But there's all sorts of little things like this throughout the game. The side quests have these little stories. Uh, the Wizard's Companion, which is the book that your character carries around at all times, is filled with interesting histories that you can explore and read if you want. There's so much stuff. This world can be as expansive as a hundred hours. Yeah. If you want it to be. Right. And it's incredibly rewarding for every one of those hours. And Horace, a side character whose story is incredibly fascinating. He is the ghost. You have a spell that you learn so that you can talk to A lot of ghosts. dead kids in this game. A lot game. of dead kids. A lot of guys. dead kids in this game. Dead moms, dead kids, and yet this game is adorable. adorable. Guys, it is. this is the this cutest is the parks dead and kid rec game of RPGs ever. ever listened to it. But even Horace's story, you find out at the end... That horse isn't just some kid. He's not just the ghost of some kid. 
he was the man who wrote the wizard's companion that you're reading the entire game. He's the oldest motherfucker. He's the <laughs> oldest wizard <laughs> ever. And like he he is he's tied into every main character and he comes to realize that. And he has a moment of loss of innocence. Like this game is a great is a great uh junior year high school read. Because it deals with loss of innocence, because it deals with growing up maybe when you're not ready to and accepting uh, the change of childhood to adulthood. That's the kind of stuff this game does with every little story, every little thing that it leaves in its trail. It's telling you your character is growing up and your side characters, your companions in the game, they're going through a lot alongside and they're growing up with him. Man. Yeah. Some somebody's kid died for this thing to get made <laughs> oh god or mom or mom somebody died something happened thing. Guys, something happened guys a lot of people have died to make this well, let's, game let's, let's be real if somebody did die to make this game you guys should go buy it i mean somebody died yeah, to somebody, make it. Died. somebody died the least you, you can, can do, do is, is pay your pay. respects literally well nino Kuni 2 is coming out so you can check this game will be on sale it will be so you'll be able to apply it to but i mean it was buy. a pc or not pc playstation, PlayStation. 3 mm-hmm. and so i was playing it on playstation now when it came out so that i could i bet though have a new release coming out. I mean, I hope so because I I love a hard copy of this game. Hey guys, it's Keith. It's Jesse. And we're doing mailbag yeah, time. We're yeah. We answered some of the questions uh, that you wonderful people have sent in to us. You guys emailed us at a new player has joined podcast yep. at gmail.com and you guys sent us some questions. I'm going to read them off to is you. It, is it new player has joined podcast? Yeah, it's very long because the first one we had to get rid of. Oh, that's right. Because fucking it. Google is a piece yeah, of Somebody crap. hacked our first. Uh, we'll change it in the future, but right now it's super long. Yep. Um, so, mailbag guys, uh, yeah, we just wanted to take a time out, answer some of these questions uh, interact with you guys because you know you're interesting people we want to know you're what nice. you guys think about you're games all nice. too you're all very nice so we're gonna jump in keith what do you got for us okay first one comes from marco rocha roca rocha please tell me i'm wrong on right in one of those uh you're right and wrong on one of those there i go we're perfect <laughs> question one there are games with massive learning curves which can intimidate or downright discourage players from approaching them. Dota, LOL, are good examples, you know, League of Legends. These games are hugely popular and seem to continue and grow. But I know I'm not alone when I watch that gameplay and see lines, circles, names, damages everywhere. I know, it's really confusing. It's a lot. The items and buffs are also a bit daunting. Or we go another route. Star Ocean. We all know that game. I do know that game. This is a JRPG, I believe. Over 100 hours? I don't... I don't yeah, it's I, huge. It's a huge game. This game has its own dictionary, mm-hmm. encyclopedia, and a menu. Mm-hmm. That's a big cup of nope. I agree <laughs> with you, man. That is a big cup of nope. I'm always curious as to where the lines uh, between working and playing a game is crossed. P, uh, P.S. Devices Statement. Uh, this is really racist. Uh, Devices <laughs> Statement. Roguelike games drive me crazy. If I want the game to be crazy difficult, then I'll turn up the difficulty. I've beat games on hard, legendary, etc. before, but usually these assume that failure will happen regularly, so saves or respawns buffs the pain of the grind. Start me over and I lose everything I worked for? If I wanted that, I'd just go play Ninja Gaiden on NES. Burn. Marco Rocha. Roca. Rocha, I apologize, Marco. I think... I think for me the the thing is you have to make that uh, that overwhelming stuff option. Like for for League of Legends, I do see that. And I'm like, there's just too much to learn. So what about that in Civ? Because Civ, when you play for the first time, is confusing. Civ has, well, Civ or is, is it great simple? Because it starts you off uh-huh. where like it's very simple, right? Where you, it'd be like these games sometimes feel like if you started Civ, 
in the year like 2084, right. where everything's just going uh-huh. already. But where Civ starts is all you can see is yourself. Mm-hmm. You only have a few options, right. and they're small options. So it's too much going on with LOL or Dota. You they, think? they drop you in so fast. It's like I can't keep up with this shit. Yeah, it's it. it you know. It, the whole point is that there used to be a, a campaign that you would play right. that would teach you how to play the game, and then you could go online. And now players expect an online experience so much that I feel like uh, the campaigns become secondary, but that means that the the teaching method has become secondary. It's hard because uh, I bring it up before. It's because you didn't play PC games, and I don't mean that as like a negative term or like, <laughs> you don't understand, Jesse. It's literally like... You have to play these computer games years ago yeah. because that's the base of every computer exactly. game now. So you have to have an understanding of it. So like I remember I think it was like WSD SD. Jesse was like, What does that mean? I'm like, Oh, those are the keys on your laptop yeah. or your computer to play first person shooters. That's mm-hmm. how you like move around. Those yeah. are actual arrow keys. So there's like a type of person who plays PC games were like, this is normal to them. So like they've played Warcraft or Starcraft. So when they jump into Dota or League of Legends, they're like oh, this is easy, this is simple, but through our eyes, we're like, that looks complicated, I, there's so much going on. I get that, but like, I, at some point, you just have to accept that the games that you're making are for a certain type of, like, there's not a universal appeal, which is oh, yeah. fine. You're not trying to cast a wide net with everything. But it's the reason that, uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend is much more likely to play Mario Odyssey with me than yeah. she is to play anything on the PS4, because Nintendo is notorious for being like, we'll teach you and we'll bring you along with it. And a lot of these other games, it's like even the controllers just intimidate new players because there's just so much going on. I think the I think the big point to take away from these games, Marco, is uh, just expect to die a bunch, <laughs> expect to be terrible at it. That's something that I kind of take towards any goal in life or anything I want to do is I expect to be bad at it because why the fuck would I be good at something immediately without <laughs> knowing what it is or how to play it or do anything? I expect to always be bad at video games. I'm playing, I don't expect to be I'm good playing at Fortnite right now. I used to play games professionally. I'm terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it is. All right. All right. All right. That's our first question, Marco. That's a good question. Thank Marco, you. this is our first one, and we answered it for you. That You're the first one. Congratulations. Thank you for Let's go question two. Question two. Question two, Keith. I'm looking for you to answer. Oh, am I, am I doing okay? No, no, I'm ask, no. I was asking, should we go question two? Oh, yeah, question two. Let's do it. Uh, this one comes from Nolan or Conquer106 from Vancouver, Canada. Hey, guys. Love your show, and I've listened to every episode so far. <laughs> okay, fucking bragging. I mean, let's relax. I mean, guys, let's tone no, it down. Take a, let's I mean, just, thank let's you. Take it down. My question is, if you two were to pick a competitive game to go head-to-head on Ooh. with each other, oh. what game would you oh. play? Who would win and why? Ah. No EA Sports games. Ooh. 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 Has to be something we both love. Here's the thing. Um, Jesse came. I, I we got Mortal Kombat. I got Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat when X. I had PlayStation. Yep. Jesse came over. Mm-hmm. And he kicked the shit out of me at it. And in, Initially, I was better than him. And then he like <laughs> could, I couldn't beat him anymore after that. But I don't know if that's a game I genuinely would be like, I need to play Jesse in this. Is there a way to play Toe Jam in a real competitive way? <laughs> oh, no. It's like, I think that's the hard part, is that I've played a lot of competitive games, and you've played a lot of stories. I would, uh, yeah, my thing would, would be, like, I would sit you down with Mega Man 2 and be, like, first one to finish wins. And I, it's really disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Gross. So, Jesse's competition would be, we'd have to play, so, he already brought me into his wheelhouse, if, you've already heard, if you just yeah, heard him just I now. You, I, invited I wasn't you like, wheelhouse. you should play Counter-Strike with me yeah, and see I'm what happens. So, if we, were to, if we were to pick a game that we were both so, so we're so both, at. 
But I, see, that's the thing. All these games that you can compete at, we can't compete at each other with. Why not? Like I'd play, I I would play against you. I think The Last of Us would probably be like the one game we could compete at each other with. Oh, you would murder me so fast. That's what I'm saying. Is I think certain games I'd have like a he- I have a head of step there, of you, but there, there are was... certain games that I'm like I no, I couldn't beat Mega Man even close to where you could beat Mega Man. Destiny. Yeah, Destiny too. I still think I'd win. You would. Yeah. But that's the closest. That's the, we could that's do. the answer. <laughs> Which is Destiny was a game that we both hate right now, and we both play. Yeah. We just spent enough time playing it. It's not it because it's Jesse's bad at it. I've just been playing shooters my whole life. So. Well, it's partly because I'm bad at <laughs> well, it's it. It's like, you're still good at it. Guys, I don't, uh, I love video games, but if you were like, is Jesse really good at video games? would be like, no, love doesn't equate to being good at things. So Destiny. Thanks, Nolan. You brought up Destiny again. Congratulations. <laughs> Everyone's pinning, really happy. We're pinning this one we're on really you, We're really good man. job, Nolan. Thanks from Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> I love you, Nolan. You're great. Let's, let's do it number three. Number three. Hey, guys. It's from Lisa. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) we love you, Lisa. I'm just kidding. Hey, guys. Uh, With the addition of Smart Steering Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch, that's a lot. Do you think other companies will start considering more novice player features in their games? It's pretty nice being able to play Mario Kart with my kids for once. Lisa, love this question. Lisa, this is a great question. Because uh, I was playing that same game with my nephew, Griffin. Oh, uh, over, how old is over, Griffin? Griffin's three. Griffin's three. He's playing and a I video mean, game. He's obviously not, you know, he's not, I mean, <laughs> I crushed that little guy. <laughs> I destroyed him. And then I would turn around and I would trash talk him and I'd be like, you're nothing. You'll never amount to anything. But yeah, I there's something really fun. There was something really nice about being able to play a game with uh with my nephew who i love dearly and knowing that like it's not just the unplugging the controller and being like no you're doing great like he was really playing it with me yeah i think um Um, i think that's an option game should have nintendo nintendo does it well yep nintendo's very good at anybody can pick up mario party and just play anyone can do it and that's what we do there's I I love this question so much because something that really bums me out is um, my dad was a workaholic and let's just say a shitty person. Uh, he's just a shitty person who looked down on video games at all times. Yeah. And if there was a point that he's like, man, I should just kind of should connect, try to play a game with Keith or just like get into some at least try. It's in a Terry some Cruz thing, right? So you just like you have to show an attachment to the thing that your kid likes, and I yeah. wish that he would have done that. And he never did that because I'm certain he's like. This is hard. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna kick my ass at yeah. it. Like and this it's is entertaining. Make me feel emasculated. Yeah. So it's like I wish there were more things like that. Nintendo does such a great job. This is like the overarching thing about this. Which our podcast is constantly about bringing people in and not have like a, be a toxic sort of mentality, which is like what a lot of gaming yeah. communities are. Because you want it to be like fun. You want it to be engaging. You want to be inclusive. You want everybody to be involved. In PlayStation, Xbox, it's all about. Fuck you! I'm better than you, and yeah. I got a better score than you, and I'm killing you in this. And I'm but killing Nintendo's you that. Nintendo's like, come on into my world. Yeah, Nintendo's just like, have fun. Bring your friends over. Like, play, Mar- like, play Mario Party. Play Mario Kart. Play Smash yeah. Bros. Like, it's a fun, engaging experience. And I wish there were more games like that. I think PC, like, I think we're on the track now. I don't want to bring up mobile gaming, but there's games like uh, what were we playing at your apart that your apartment? What do we play all the time? Quiplash. Oh, Quiplash, yeah. We there are Quiplash. some certain games you can play on systems and stuff that aren't necessarily going to be like Mario or what have you, but there are 
games are coming out they're now. They're video that, game light, and they're inviting yeah. people who haven't had video game experience into the world to say, hey, this is a little broader than you originally thought, and there's a lot of potential for you to enjoy yourself. Absolutely. And there are games that you can, you can like, play Quiplash with your grandma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, there are games that you and can And she will write filthy things. Or play Mario Party with your grandma. She and she will write filthy, filthy things. things. <laughs> Thank you so much for the Thank question, you, Lisa. Lisa. That's a great one. Uh, all right, let's go question four. Dudes, comma. Dudes. Good start. Good. First off, great job becoming one of my favorite podcasts in such a short amount of time. Aww. I hadn't heard of you guys before, but knew all the guests you had, and I'm so glad I discovered the show. Thank That's you so, so nice much, you. man. Uh, if you could draft, oh man, a cast of characters for a crossover Smash Brothers oh. style new fighting game oh. that didn't limit the consoles the characters could come from, what characters would they be? The game can max out at 8, 16, or 24 total fighters. Future downloadable <laughs> content will reveal more. Oh, also, Kid Chameleon must be incorporated since that's Jesse's favorite Absolutely. game. Absolutely. And one character has to be from a Sega Saturn game. As a side note, one of the levels will be Dune, and the fighter select screen's <laughs> music will be rolling from Limp Bizkit. Uh, Keep on keeping on. Aldrin Cornejo, a.k.a. at a Cornejo. Aldrin. Aldrin, man. Thank you so You're much. The best. Holy shit. Oh, You're not gonna read the are you not gonna read the PS. Oh, I didn't see the PS. Uh PS, I have my own, not as frequently recorded podcast called Aldrin Nintendo. Aldrin Tendo. Aldrin Tendo Power. Aldrin Tendo Power. Make sure I get that right. I would love to have you guys on the show sometime to talk about any of your favorite Nintendo related things. I'm a resident of Burbank and so not too far from the castle, He's which all is the right thing. Of course, I understand if you don't feel comfortable going on fans' podcasts this early and into our knowledge of each other's existence, you guys show me what a successful, entertaining podcast should be. Thanks again for doing what you do. Aldrin, you're the fucking man. We'd love Aldrin, to you're your fucking podcast. awesome. Of course we're going to come do your show. You're the coolest person in the world. Next question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even answer his question. Uh, Oh my God! So this yes, so, you're you're just you're question. just like your this your question is literally like, hey, name all your favorite video game characters, please. Like this is all that is. Okay, well let's let's stick with uh, with what must happen: Kid Chameleon as a character, or is it one of the Kid Chameleon masks that you can wear? Well, he said one good person from Sega Saturn, so Zach from Siberia is definitely nope, in it. nope. It is going to be Cirrus from Albert Odyssey. Oh, it has to be Albert the Odyssey. <laughs> Who is the talking sword? Because it would be hilarious to be a disembodied floating sword that's just talking to you. Okay, so we're doing Cloud. Cloud's in it? Yeah, of course Cloud's in it. But so is Squall. I don't and think if you, so. But if you pick Cloud or Squall, you're only allowed to fight Cloud or Squall. <laughs> that's how that works. I was thinking Yuna instead of Titus. Uh, I'm trying to think yeah. what's your Final Fantasy. Yuna should be in it. If, we're, if we pick one character from all the I mean, Final Fantasy... I mean, I would fucking love it if it just constantly summons coming around Yuna the whole oh, time. Oh, God, And that's, yes. like, all her powers were, just that's summons. All she just summons uh, uh, Bahamut. That'd Bahamut. be badass. Um, Big Daddy's from Bioshock. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And Little Sisters. And they just jab you with the fucking needles oh, all the time. Mickey from Kingdom Hearts. Yes, Because he King never... Mickey. He doesn't do any... I want to see like him Yoda. In, yeah, I want to see him in battle. Also, Yoda. So Yoda's Yoda. Zen. Why not? Why not Yoda? Um, just uh, for the fuck of it, Ringo. <laughs> Ringo's in. Oh, if, I mean, why if we're not? doing bands, if Limp Biscuits in it, then we're doing West Borland as yeah. one. <laughs> and dressed up but, in all and everything. But he's only allowed to fight himself or jump off the cliffs. <laughs> uh, oh my God! What are my favorite? What is favorite? 
I, I like I just immediately I just think of like Smash Brothers because I'm thinking of Smash Brothers, but it can't be Smash Brothers. I mean, listen, I, I Mega Man and Proto Man can be in there. Rush can be in there. What are what are games that don't get their due that you would like to see cross? I mean. Oh, uh, Simba from The Lion King. Simba from The Lion King. <laughs> You're just the funny. lion. Like, everybody has, like, combos, and it's just Simba eats you. <laughs> you you can play as a protagonist from Far Cry, but if you select that character, you play in first person oh. the entire time. <laughs> then what do other players see? Just arms and a gun? <laughs> exactly. Or bow and arrow. Just tattooed arms, like, white arms that are wearing, like, Nepalese... Uh, uh, beads are uh-huh. just like, yeah, we get it. You went there once. Don't try to steal their culture, you dick. Um, the 1988, no, God, the, the 1980s uh, Edmonton Oilers <laughs> <laughs> with Wayne Gretzky on their hockey team, and they just like as a team are one big like motion. Uh, Gomez from Fez. Okay. And every time you kill somebody, it's like that thing in Fez where you, oh, I see where special you find move the cube already. and you're just like floating above. Well, I like see like somebody trying to punch him and he stops it and he flips you and oh. you become like nothing and, and then no, you just fall apart. No, no. It's that you go to punch them and he flips it twice and you punch yourself. <laughs> That's badass. That's so good. And then Scorpion. And then Scorpion. <laughs> uh, the kid from Limbo, but every time you kill him, he just comes back. He has yeah. no fighting moves, but you have to kill him 800 times before he gives up. Uh, the voiceover from uh, Stanley Parable. Par- Parables? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he has to fight the voiceover from, from Bastion. At- oh, I was going to say Portal. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, GLaDOS. Ooh. Ooh. Guys, make this game. A Who has all the money? fighting game. Are you kidding me? Guys, make this game. Make this game. Aldrin. Aldrin. You're, you're the best guy. Very, very good question. Very good man. question. We're coming on Oof. your podcast. We, um, we, could do, we could do that for an hour. We definitely could. Question five. Ask us that question. We come on your show. Question five. This one's from Chris Reinhold. Why do people always call it Uncharted a video game when it's actually a movie? God damn. Good question, Chris. <laughs> God damn. That's a good question. Um, That's yeah, a good movie. It is a good it's movie. It's just like, it's... It's sad because you're like, we just could we could have made Indiana Jones better. <laughs> it's like it's all the vibe too. It's like I love Uncharted. I think it's really awesome. And then there's a part of us like, God, but then Indiana Jones had aliens in it. Had fucking aliens in it, guy. Yeah. I don't even care if you're like, you spoiled it for me. You shouldn't see that movie. Yeah. He, he gets in a refrigerator and a nuclear bomb goes off and he doesn't die. That's the first thing. He goes that happens. flying like miles in the air in a refrigerator and gets out of it. It was like, wow. That was kind of annoying. He's yeah. like 80 years old, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's so old filming that movie that they had to have a stunt double for the guy getting into the fridge. <laughs> uh, I love it because it's just like Star Wars. It's like, hey, you're not going to get in the fridge this time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got it. Thank you. I'm cold everywhere. I'm Harrison Ford. I didn't, I didn't play all the Uncharted. Did you play all the Uncharted? I played one and two. I need to play four. Um, yeah, listen, four is great. the one everybody's like, this. that's the one. But two is terrific because it's got the, the train opening level, which is one of the coolest levels uh, in the franchise and probably in any game. Um, Uncharted's a great game. And yeah, I mean, listen, I've played all the Metal Gear games. I've played Final Fantasies. I've played the last was like, I'm all for games that are movies, as long as they're good movies. Why don't we switch over to... Let's do negative. All right, guys, it's time to switch over 
to the second part of this. Oh, boy. Ooh, Hand it go. over. Here we go. You've heard Love It. Oh, God. You've heard Love oh, It. God. And yes. now, Keith, it's your turn Fuck. for yes. Hate It. Fuck. Yes. Keith is oh, punching the God. air as yes. though Level 5 Studios were right in front oh, of him. Oh, okay. Who was your producer? <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? Because here's the thing about this game. I love it. Jesse, there's nothing Jesse said that I would negate or argue with. There you go. It's fucking cool. There you have it, guys. Love it. So this has been this New Players Join, guys. Thanks. Who? Oh, my God. Okay, so here's all the things about the game that piss me. <laughs> they piss me off. Do it, Keith. Turn, into, piss me turn off. into Andy Rooney on 60 Minutes. Okay, so. Or is it Mickey Rooney? So how the game goes is, um, look, I want to experience the game. Yeah. I really do. Um so this game is beautiful. Yeah. And how it starts out is you constantly hear voiceovers mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. That's how it starts. It's amazing. It's um, amazing voiceover. It's amazing voice so you're like, ooh, I'm watching a movie. Yeah. And then it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's gone. You yeah. don't hear them talk for like hours. There's a lot of scrolling. There's text. a lot of scrolling. And not scrolling text like you reading. It's a very small box yep. where there's literally like and only fit two <laughs> sentences. So you have to press X. Constantly throughout the whole. Hold on. Fucking hold. Don't. Hold on. Okay. To be fair. To be fair. Are you gonna tell me that it's not fun to press X through a bunch <laughs> of exposition? In this game, this game. Oh my God! Does it repeat itself? <laughs> does it repeat itself? This game. So this is what I, this is what I want to talk about because I don't. I really want people to take away from this. Is I'm not shitting on the game mm-hmm. because it's a great game. Wait, hold on. Are you saying you don't like pr- pr- pressing S X through a bunch of boring repetitive stuff that you've been heard over and over, and you can't skip through it any faster even when than it's, just pressing X slow? Oh my! Even God. when it's written in a fun Scottish dialect? No, not even <laughs> close. Like the writing in this game, you can tell is funny and yeah. hilarious, and for some reason they just do a bad job at showcasing it. Yeah, I. Okay, so so just beginning the game. Wait, hold on. Are Go you ahead. saying you don't like pressing X with <laughs> a bunch of Let me get my <laughs> shit out, dude. So we're playing this game, and it's a lot of text. It goes back to text, and you realize like there's a lot of cutscenes. And here's the thing about the cutscenes: they make no sense. <laughs> they're all the most. They're putting the most random places, and they're like there's no point to them. And there'll be like random times when you're like not even nothing important's even happening, <laughs> That's fair. and they'll just have a random cut. And when I say cutscene, I mean like they took a bunch of animators yeah. and it took them a long fucking time to make this cutscene and it's mm-hmm. literally like the most pointless cutscene ever and it happens repeatedly throughout the whole game like, the cutscenes are good but you're like why wasn't that money spent on making right, this a, portion a bigger of thing yeah. like all the important parts of the game you wouldn't even tell they're important because you're pressing x so fucking fast <laughs> to get through all the goddamn game like that's the thing like my sister came over and she played the game. She beat the whole game. She loved it, but she was the same critiques I had, which yeah. is just like, fuck, why are they like, why aren't they talking again? Like, why do I have to press X again? Why is there more exposition? It, it does feel like a team of animators were like, hey, how come we're animating Swain learning how to juggle yeah, instead of animating literally any fight any, ever? Any fl- it's, it's, so a lot of the, the game is so slow. It's so slow. It's, and if you're fully immersed, it's great, but the game is also extremely easy. You can beat it very easily. It, a critique that I don't disagree with, but would have put in the love column myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a game where compared to playing Final Fantasy VII is like a, 
This game feels like it's for a child. Mm-hmm. It's for a child, but it's for like a six-year-old child, but the shit they're talking about is super serious. I would say it's it's the game is much more complex than you're giving it credit but for. But how it looks. Yeah, how it looks is how definitely- How it looks like it looks like it's for a five-year-old or a six-year-old. Right. So it's that's what I'm saying is who produced this fucking thing? It's, it's the Kingdom Hearts thing. Yeah, but even Kingdom Hearts still like was more complex than this game. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I think this game's way more I complex. Think this, I think this game throws a bunch at you that you don't need to know or even touch. Yeah, I never touch the cauldron. So here's I a, never do you know, alchemy. So I don't you know, give a fuck. Okay, so you didn't touch cauldron. You touched alchemy. Here's the thing. Familiars. There's mm-hmm. hundreds of them. Yeah. I didn't fucking need to do anything with them. <laughs> they were a waste of time. They were like, everybody was like, there's literally like four familiars that are good. And then the rest of them are like, whatever, they suck. Isn't that Pokemon though? No. You don't think so? No. Pokemon, you can have tons of different ones that you can evolve and do different things with. This I'm game- never going to use Zubat. So this is a game where I used, I named every single familiar <laughs> after a famous 90s sitcom Yes, character. you did. And you started with Frasier. And I started with Frasier and I had Diane and then I got to a point Kramer. where I ran out of 90s and I got to Jack Bauer. Yeah. Uh, which is <laughs> Puss in Boats. So- my animal, this was hilarious. In the game, people are like, Oliver, you're going to save the world. Yeah. You are so powerful. And you want to know why I was powerful? I trained a cat <laughs> who basically, he's he's Zorro. He's got a sword. He has a sword and he's a human. Like, he'd, he'd be that person at the bar that hits on you that you don't want hitting on you. <laughs> that's what this thing looks like. And, like, that's my thing that I use to kill things. Yeah. So this game is like a weird vibe to it where I'm like I love this this is cute but also I'm forcing an animal to kill other animals to be fair and again I said it was the cutest dog fight you'd ever be a part of and I I still stand by that what if the dog was like hitting on you when he was doing it like well then he's got sentience and so he has full cognitive ability so maybe he should be maybe to him it's just boxing I'm saying there was no reason to explore the other familiars so it's almost like so it's like you guys wasted so much time on these cool familiars and I loved bounty hunting yeah. I love looking for other like familiars and killing that. Like that was really cool, but it was all just like repetitive, annoying. There really wasn't that much. By the end of the game, there really wasn't that much gear to begin with. Yeah. The gear doesn't look different when you put it on your familiar. Yeah. There isn't very much customization to it. So I'm staying from I'm saying from an RPG game standpoint. There I will also say there. the world isn't very big. It's not. It's literally like they have like eight. Ta- they have four major towns five major towns and they use you those towns over and over and over and over and over again so it's like really small they've got a lot of dungeons uh they've got a lot of like side quest areas that you can visit so there's a lot of shit in the game where i'm like this is so great but then i'm like god i see past you though yeah like i see through a lot of this where i'm like this is not enough you 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 can tell where the money was spent right like you put a lot of effort into making the familiars look great and they do but at the end of the day i don't want to use any of them yeah there's no points handy i will say that that the thing about the familiars, and you're right about this, is that there are like hundreds of them, but only 15 of them are worth using. Right. So there's nothing in Pokemon where Pokemon's like, ooh, every single one, like test them out, try yeah. them out, see where they're going to involve. This is like, I don't need to touch like any of these. Yeah. So there's a part of the game where I'm like, well, that's not fun. That was like the big draw. And initially was like, there's going to be all these familiars and you can evolve them and turn them into different things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, that didn't really happen. So like, that was my big critique. The other critique about this game <laughs> is because I have a bunch of them because this is a game that Jesse loves. I do. And I played it and I was like, I love this too. It's great. I give this like a nine out of 10. And it took me fucking forever to beat it because <laughs> yeah. of things like this, mm-hmm. which is it takes too long. 
to watch something. It takes too long to like move on to different scenes. It's repetitive. Wait, are you saying you don't like pressing X a bunch of times to get through a bunch of exposition no, you've just, already heard? Just to go kill like and every time like Jesse was watching me play it yesterday. Yeah. And he was watching me like get to the end and he saw me just get like aggravated yeah. because I'm just like going through these battles where I'm like, I'm going to win. It's yeah. fine. It's easy. I'm but not going to level up. I'm not going to level up. There's no point. Like I'm towards the end of the game. So anything I get is worthless and doesn't go to anything. And it was just constantly stopping me by fighting the same fucking <laughs> robot over and over and over again. And just for me to get to the end where I love the reveal. I loved it. But like you said, because uh, I didn't step talk about it, which is like the game should have ended way before it ended. The, the, one of the main critiques of this game is that when you kill Shadar, who has been uh, not the biggest bad guy in the game. But they but point like, out like, that's the guy you have to yeah. kill or whatever. And you find out his backstory. It's it's this kind of bittersweet, beautiful moment where you find out that Oliver's mom isn't coming back and that Shadar... Is just a guy who was a really good guy, yeah, and who was punished for it. Which is the story that they repeat a bunch in this game. It is. Which is the, and you. Here's my other critique. What took me a long time to play it is they don't fucking tell you anything in the game for like ever for until like until you're like seventy percent done with the game. Then they start telling you things. But other than yeah. that, you're just kind of going around. They don't tell you the plot. You just kind of go around doing things. And I'm just like, this is cute. I like it. I like everything. Oh, this is so nice. Ooh, that side sword is great. The frog here's, prince, that was great. But I'm like, fuck. Why am I playing this? Here, like, here's a thing. Um, <laughs> this is something that makes me laugh. In retrospect, when I play it, so the game starts. You, uh, you're in the real world with Oliver and his friend Philip. You're building. Um, Philip's a dick. I mean, Philip's a kid. <laughs> Philip's a dick. <laughs> Philip's a dick. And then when like they make him nice again, he's still a dick. He's still a little bit of a dick. But you make you make Philip a go kart. Almost with them. kills you. That's the thing. You make a little like go kart with it, like a motorized car, little thing. I don't know what to call it. Go kart. Is a motorized go kart, and you build it together, and you're like, we're gonna test it out at night. You go driving with him. Oliver's in the seat. The thing, the wheel falls off the thing. You go careening into a river, and the only reason Oliver doesn't drown is because his mom jumps in and saves him, and then has a heart attack, and she dies from the heart attack. What? I... This, this woman comes from a world where there's fucking monsters That's what everywhere. I'm and she has a they heart don't attack. Say this. 70% of the game later, you realize she's not your mom. She's the great sage Alicia. She and she died of attack, a heart attack. Saving her son from like a small river. You remember when when the Flash died of cholesterol? What? <laughs> That's what this is. This There's a lot about it that I'm like, this is so beautiful. But oh, God, I see through all of this too There are it's cracks. It's like just so many cracks. There are cracks. The end is kind of like you, realize, you learn who P is and you're kind of like, but why... Does this happen that P exists? Why is she split? Like and all the twists are great. Yeah. The story's great. If yeah. this was a movie, I'd be like, this is a fucking awesome movie. Right. But the game, there's a lot of critiques about it that I'm like, if you're gonna make a video game, make a video game. Let me skip some shit. Make there be options. Make a video game. If but you're gonna like, like create gear, create more than five oh, swords. Oh, the gear is useless. The gear, but it's like there's no point to it. Yeah. It's there's no fun thing. There's no gear to go find, yeah. which is a big video game thing, which yep. is not even like gear and like destiny. I mean, like there's a sword mm -hmm. you should go get for your familiar or whatever. But instead, there's none of that. It's like 
every as you progress through the game, they give you wands, and those wands give you more powers, and then those are overpowered yeah. wands, and it's kind of like, ah, it wasn't. There's there was there wasn't enough game in this game mm-hmm. is my critique, which is weird because it's a eighty hour game but, if you if you play. But everything. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And here's I'll I'll, I'll throw a, gr- a critique in here because here's something that I love about RPG is that this game failed to do is uh, I love when you're rewarded for exploring. Yeah. Nino Kuni gives you like if you go to this store they tell you all the side quests you have to do and then you go and you do the side quest and there's very little about that that's you know kind of hidden away or that you can't just find in this one location my favorite side quests ever the first time i learned about a side quest i remember the first jrpg i ever played there was just a portion of the map as i was flying around it that i hadn't seen before this little island and i stopped in and there was just an old woman and she just talked a little bit about Lam, how she she missed her husband, and she you know he went off to war, and he never she never saw him again. And then six hours later in the game, found this husband on a continent away, who was just like, oh, I had this letter that I that I wrote my wife, and like I don't know where she is anymore because it's been so long, I can't even remember my address. And you're like, oh, this is a side quest. I can just take him to her and have this beautiful reuniting moment. And I did that, and I was like, this is what all RPG should do. Is they shouldn't hit you over the head with what you're with what you're supposed to be doing. They should make the world so expansive that you notice things and stumble onto them and then engage with them. You know, Kuni doesn't do that so it much. It doesn't do that. It doesn't. It holds your hand. It does hold through your hand. everything. There's no exploring. There's really no discover. It's just kind of like, here's where we're going, and then you kind of talk about a thing for four hours, and then that thing happens, and it's just like a build up, and you're like, all right, let's get there. Let's get going. Let's do it. Like, it's this great story you want to progress, and you want to progress through it faster. And that was, like, my only, like, big critique with it, which is just, like, I want to experience this at the pace I want to experience this, because right now I'm not loving it. Okay. I get that. Is that good? I get that. I don't hate it, guys. No. I don't hate it. Nobody hates it. Go play Nino Kuni, but also, like... You should definitely play Nino Kuni. Go play Nino Kuni, but also, like, you get my critiques. You'll understand. (laughs) Keith, um, listen, I have a game for you. Ooh, doggy. Because I, I... Ooh, doggy. I had Jesse an idea. told me about this. I had an idea what me. your main critiques of this game were going to be. Were they on the money? They were pretty on the money. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote a game for you to, okay. just, to just test how much you hate these things. Oh, okay. Let's do it. So, Keith, yeah. this game is called Welcome to Unstoppable Exposition. Okay. The way this game works is I will give you unskippable uh, exposition no, about a game Christ. you are about to play and see how long it takes you to start mashing the X button <laughs> in an attempt to skip past all the exposition I'm about to say. Okay. Whenever you feel the need to begin skipping X, the exposition, X, just say X, X out loud. X out loud. This will establish X, the fact X, that you are I'm very bored with the exposition X, I am providing X, and will X, allow you a vocal X, outlet for the frustration X, over the fact that no matter how X, many X, times you yell X, the exposition will not stop and the gameplay will not commence. X. There are no further rules required for this game, but it does bear repeating X. that at any point during my exposition, oh which my again, God. I must relate, Unplug. is unskippable, Unplug. you can yell Unplug. X in the hopes of the exposition suddenly and without warning becoming un- becoming skippable. This it isn't will a not game. become skippable. This isn't a game. But again, it's important that you have this an outlet should any frustration arise. I will also begin adding in quasi-catchphrases oh, such as tidy and end every pressure with isn't it, so as to not only be long and unskippable, but also to add vocal ticks that make the dialogue rough around the edges and hard to ignore, kind of like trying to fall asleep to a smoke detector that is slightly arrhythmic. 
In the event that you yell a letter other than X, your character will die and will be sent back to your last save point, which occurred just before the beginning of the game, thereby allowing is this one of yet another opportunity to scroll through a lot of unskippable exposition. This better be super long. While the exposition is ongoing, the animation will continue as and be beautiful, but largely stagnant with small movements such as hair moving in the wind and characters shifting their weight as though they are as though they too are bored by the exposition you are currently listening to. Do you know why they're bored, Keith? Why? You have said a letter other than X and died. I said, X. I said X. You said Y. I said X <laughs> and then Y. Why? I Welcome said to X. Unstoppable exposition. The way this game works Unplug. is I will give you unskippable exposition Unplug. about a game Unfriend you're about to play. Unfriend Jesse <laughs> from PlayStation. Unfriend Jesse. Was that the game? That was the game. <laughs> it wasn't even a game. <laughs> I, just, I tried thinking of games. I just wanted to do a bit. I just wanted to. I could have wrote a bit. <laughs> I could have totally written a bit. I felt guilty. I didn't write you a game. Oh, fine. Oh God, what a relief. <laughs> you just did a bit, everybody. I did a bit. Man, Nino Cooney. Guys, go get this game. You really should. You should go get. Don't get Final Fantasy X two. Go get Nino. Oh Kuni. God, Final Fantasy X two is a disaster. Or go get Nino Cooney two. I bet that game's gonna be awesome. I get it's great. gonna be great. But listen, if they don't have the same fucking producer, I I all the critiques you levied against this game are accurate. I they're all correct. I agree with every still single one. Still go get this game. But it's I still give it a nine out of a ten. That's no, still great because the things that are good are so good. And the critiques that are true are so small to yeah, me. Yeah, the critiques are just kind of like, he's got to look past it. They're nitpicky stuff to they, me. It is nitpicky. I will agree that's nitpicky stuff. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, but it's all true. Guys, I didn't even finish the game. <laughs> you didn't finish the game? No, you know, like he, yeah. I told Jesse. So what happened was I was playing it, and the thing about this game that upsets me, and it upsets me about a lot of video games, which is like if you're at the boss, and they do this thing where uh, you can't skip the cutscene. You just kind of have to watch them play it out. So if you kill one boss and they have this thing where it's like you have to kill four bosses in a row and mm-hmm. doesn't let you skip, you're going to sit there for an hour yeah, just waiting. So I was like, mm-mm, I'm going to go to YouTube. We got to do this episode tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ending. I love all the twists and turns of it. It's a beautiful it. game. It's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful story. I hope Oscar isn't a drug addict. Oscar? Oliver. Oliver. And Oscar. Uh, whoever Oscar is. I hope I hope nobody's a drug addict. Nobody's That's a, a terrible drug addict. way to live. Terrible. It's hard. Oliver. Guys, Nino Cooney, I'm still squarely in the love it section. I love it too. Get a different producer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with that. That's good, guys. His new players joined. Goodbye. Goodbye.